So in the aftermath of the NFC East, or as many of our listeners uh, mockingly have called it at Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the NFC least, although they actually put two teams in the NFL playoffs, but both of them losing in disappointing fashion this past weekend. One of those has been the notion of uh, teams that won this past wildcard weekend and teams that are still around, the eight that remain, versus the ones that are not, and that is the idea of physical practices. And I go back to the conversation that Javon Hargrave, the 49ers defensive tackle, had. Uh, please forgive me for not knowing the exact outlet, but he did an interview uh, a week or so ago, and he mentioned how he believes things are more physical in San Francisco than Philadelphia. And yes, Philadelphia has had plenty of success, but it does bring up an interesting comparison because just looking at the teams right now, the level of physicality seems to be one of the common denominators from an outside perspective. The ability to play physical and win physical, especially with inclement weather always being on the horizon and sometimes actually in play during the NFL playoffs. So, to get the observations, we turn to an individual who has had plenty of experiences in front offices across the NFL. You hear him on our coverage of Westwood One's broadcast for the entire NFL playoffs on CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg and across the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Mike Mayock, former NFL executive, now an analyst for Westwood One. Mike, a pleasure, first of all, to have you back in the fast lane. We appreciate your time once again. Uh, how much have you noticed that physicality and teams that are conditioned for that are teams that still happen to be standing amongst the NFL's final eight? I think there's a fine line, Ed, and I'm a little bit old school when it comes to toughness and physicality and how you practice. However, um, the NFL limits what you can do and limit how many padded practices you can have both in training camp and then throughout the year. Um, so w- what happens with a lot of teams is that you, you're, um, you're allotted practice time in pads uh, by towards the end of the season. You either are out of it or you really don't want to uh, expose your veterans to it. Uh, I think what I like is when a team can give certain veterans time to rest that need it. I have no problem with like a veteran day off, um, and they don't get a day off. They're they're in every meeting and they're at practice, but you're just not putting them the 32 year old offensive lineman through the grind of a Wednesday practice. And when you do that, the backup to that 32 gets his reps, a younger guy typically. So I think it's kind of a win win, and I think. What you see with NFL head coaches is there are a lot of NFL coaches that get concerned about either uh, grinding the guys so they don't have fresh legs or just the outright threat of injury. And the flip side to that is, like, look at the playoffs this, this weekend. I've got the Kansas City-Buffalo game. Kansas City played on Saturday. They've got eight days. Buffalo played on Monday. They have six days. Um, I, you got to be smart with how you practice at this time of year. So, Ed, I, I think it's hard to just draw a line and say this team practices harder or that team practices harder. I think there are young teams. I think there are old teams. I think you have. I think head coaches that are smart change their practice up week to week based on what they think is necessary for their team. So. Um, I think it's a very difficult blanket indictment to say that physicality uh, in practice wins in the playoffs or not. 
Saturday, 4 p.m., Sunday, 2.30 p.m. Those are the times to know for when uh, Westwood One's coverage of the NFL playoffs continues on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. And for those in the Lynchburg area, the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app is one of the analysts on that coverage. Mike Mayock, he'll have the final game, Kansas City at Buffalo. Uh, Mike is with us here in the fast lane. Mike, uh, the role of analytics coming into that data, uh, you know, it's there in the NFL. It's not going away. How do you balance the analytics and understand that as well when it comes to physicality, like you mentioned, it needs to be customized to where each player is in their own career trajectory and journey so that they are performing their best in the postseason? Yeah, I think it's really critical in this day and age with with, uh, all the information available to the front office and coaches um, that, you know, we we can put a GPS on every single player at every practice. Uh, We can can get a feel for what the load on every player is every single day. And I think if your your trainers and your doctors are cutting edge, they can use that information to help the coach understand what guys can handle certain loads. And part of it is how old are you? What position do you play? How much do you weigh? What's your body fat? Um, what's your history of injury? Um, so I think the head coaches that use that information in conjunction with their training staffs probably are the ones that, that structure their practice accordingly and get the most out of their team. Mike Mayock with us here in the fast lane. We're talking NFL playoffs right now as the divisional round continues this coming Saturday, 4 p.m., Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Uh, across the Virginia Talk Radio Network and the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app for those in our Lynchburg area. Mike, the NFL playoffs as well brings out the other point, and that is teams that have that one bye game. Uh, it's Baltimore this year in the AFC as the top seed and San Francisco in the NFC as the top seed. How much of an advantage do they particularly have heading into Saturday's games against teams like Houston for Baltimore, Green Bay for San Francisco, that are both red hot but have also played much more consecutive games recently? Yeah, I think if uh, used intelligently, I think that extra bye week is worth its weight in gold. I mean, um, by definition, the number one seed is is the best team in that conference or at least has the best record. Um, And I, I think it's incumbent upon the head coaches to find that right balance of how much work are we going to do to get ready um, and how much rest can we give some of our key starters that need it. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I was reading and watching some of uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan talking about Brock Purdy, and, and he talked about how much extra work Brock got last week coming into the building, working with his receivers, um, doing some work on their own, trying to keep him mentally and physically sharp. And, and I think that Kyle being all on top of it, and I also think it's Brock Purdy saying, hey, you know, this, this is year two for me in the playoffs. Uh, I don't want it to be the same as a year ago when I got hurt and struggled. So um, I, I think having that extra week gives the head coach a lot of latitude in how he wants to handle it. We know how good quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens and then, of course, the two that will face off in your game Sunday night, Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes and Buffalo's Josh Allen. We know how good those quarterbacks are. But what about the three that will be featured on Saturday? 4 o'clock airtime, Houston's C.J. Stroud at Baltimore and then the nightcap, Jordan Love of Green Bay at Brock Purdy of San Francisco. How good are these young quarterbacks? 
Yeah, I love seeing these first-year quarterbacks get their opportunity. I mean, C.J. Stroud uh, literally had a historic season for a rookie starter at that position at quarterback in the NFL. Um, Exceeded expectations, regardless of how high your expectations were, he exceeded them. Uh, Had an incredible year as a first-year starter as a rookie, and then juxtaposed that with Jordan Love with the Packers. Um, I did. I watched an awful lot of Jordan Love when I was with the Raiders. Uh, I was intrigued by him because you could see his talent on tape. It jumped off the tape. Arm talent, size, mobility. But also there was going to be a learning curve. He had a longer way to go than some quarterbacks coming out of college football. Uh, the fact that he got to sit behind – Aaron Rodgers, and learn every day and get integrated into that system, I think softened the impact. And he got better every week this year. So they did it two different ways, but they're, first, they're both first-year starters. I'm, I am totally intrigued at watching those two guys on Saturday. And, and you already mentioned, too, you know, the Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, we know what we're getting out of them. But don't forget about Mayfield and Goff. Uh, I did golf game last week with Detroit, and you know he was kind of an afterthought in that trade three years ago uh, with the Rams and, and Detroit. And he's still only 29 years old. He's playing at a high level. Uh, I think Jared Goff's doing a great job. And, and then there's Baker Mayfield, the former number one overall pick in the draft. So uh, you can look at all eight of these quarterbacks, and they all have kind of a different story to tell, but. I think what that's what this weekend is all about coming up is is how are these quarterbacks going to play. What does it say about the playoffs as a whole, Mike, that of the final eight teams, we've got three that you could say are clear-cut superstar quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. you got a couple that are veteran players that you mentioned a moment ago, Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay and Jared Goff with Detroit. And then you've got young players, all of whom have learned a number of different ways. What does it say about the way we are right now in the NFL that you know not one size fits all in terms of the approach of winning? Well, I mean, most of them are first-round picks, right? I mean, Stroud, first-round, Love, first-round, Jackson, first-round, Allen, first-round, Mahomes, first-round, Mayfield, first-round, Goff, first-round. So Purdy, off the top of my head, I think is the only one left. He was the last pick in the, in the last round. But so the common denominator is we're still getting most of our starters out of the first round. However, the road to success can vary for all of them. And that's what I think is kind of cool. I love the journey that Purdy's taken. I love the journey that Jordan Love took. I mean, it, you, you got to, in hindsight, give Green Bay's front office and Gutekunst and, and their coaching staff an awful lot of credit. Uh, they took him despite people saying, why are you doing that? You got Aaron Rodgers still in his prime. Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy. But flash forward four or five years later, and, and you've got a, uh, a guy that might become a star in this league the way he's playing, a big-time breakout star, and he had to sit in the bench for three years. So um, it, it's all the different pathways to these quarterbacks are kind of cool. It is. It's a real cool thing to follow during the NFL playoffs, and that will continue with the divisional round Saturday, 4 p.m., Sunday, 2.30 p.m. on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and the Virginia Talk Radio Network as Mike Mayock will be on the call for the final one of those games from Westwood 1. 
Buffalo welcoming in Kansas City. Welcome, of course, used very loosely when you're talking about Buffalo finally getting to host that particular game. Mike, if Buffalo and Detroit play in the Super Bowl, you know, will this be the ultimate feel-good story for the NFL? I mean, I know it'll be a fun, exciting atmosphere, but it's reasonable to say that you've got two franchises that love football, the Detroit Lions and the Buffalo Bills. Their fan bases are very passionate, but yet they've not gotten over the hump. What would that mean for the NFL and for those cities in particular? Yeah, I, I kind of look at it more for the cities than I do the NFL. Um, I was in Detroit, as I mentioned, last week for when they hosted the Rams. Uh, that dome was one of the four or five loudest, if not the loudest, that I've ever been in. Uh, the atmosphere of that game was off the charts. Had an opportunity to, to, to speak with uh, some of their fans the night before when I was taking a red eye. Uh, from L.A. to Detroit, and there were a bunch of Detroit fans. And, and it was really cool just how genuinely excited they were, not only for their football team, but for the city of Detroit. I got a huge kick out of all of that. Um, and Buffalo, obviously, uh, you know, they're facing their nemesis. What a great story. They're 0-2 against Kansas City in the playoffs, even though they're 3-3 three and three in the last six meetings. And both those playoff games were outstanding games. I mean, Kansas City comes back in the in the last 13 seconds to win a game a couple of years ago that Buffalo had in the back pocket. I think they're both amazing storylines. And to be honest with you, I'm most happy with the fan, for the fan base. It's really cool to see that and to hear that, of course. Saturday, 4 p.m., Sunday, 2.30 p.m. from Westwood 1, the NFL playoffs on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Mike, wrapping it up and pivoting away from the playoffs, the Washington Commanders, certainly local to our Virginia Talk Radio Network audience, they've named Adam Peters their new general manager. What are your impressions of that hire and the next steps that Adam Peters and that franchise go on now to find their head coach? Well, I've known Adam for a lot of years. And um, I'm highly impressed by who he is, both as uh, an evaluator of talent and also as a high-level communicator and professional. So I think he'll step in there. Um, He'll work well with the new ownership group. Uh, He'll help facilitate the hiring of a new coach. Uh, He's been around long enough that he knows what that looks like. Um, you know, John Lynch got most of the accolades and deservedly so out there in San Francisco for that roster that they've built. But the glue behind John has been Adam Pierce. And, you know, he, he did it the right way, the hard way. He came up through the scouting community, um, put his time in on the road. Uh, he, he's really good. And I think he'll be key in whatever happens next with Washington. Mike, great perspective and insight on the direction. Long-term Washington Commanders, short-term NFL playoffs starting Saturday 4 p.m. and Sunday 2.30 p.m. from Westwood 1 on our CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app in Lynchburg, of course, and across our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms. Mike, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for it. Always great to catch up and talk football and hope you have a wonderful time and stay warm, of course, for that Kansas City-Buffalo game. Thanks very much, Ed. Mike Mayock with us here to wrap things up in the fast lane. You know where to find us as well. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.